We made the chicken tikka masala tonight, which was Ooh. fantastic. Oh yeah, but we'll we'll burn. Right we'll burn. It's heavy, man. It's very heavy. We got that rice and got that naan just just sitting. Well, just that's sitting. true, but that sauce is that's... like straight cream. It's yeah, like it was ice, one it's of like the... ice cream chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, ice cream chicken. It's uh, delicious, but my recipe, which is fine-tuned over years, oh, nice. calls for three tablespoons of butter. Mm-hmm. But tonight was a four tablespoons of butter night. Hey, nice, so my man. Kind of regretting that choice oh, a little bit. Oh boy! <laughs> Hi, and welcome to You Should Check It Out. My name is Jay. I am Nick, and I'm Greg. And Nick, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, even though it's Thursday morning, I'm doing doing great. How are you? <laughs> Greg, I'm I'm hanging in there, man. It's Thursday uh, morning, but it's also Monday night. So uh huh, yeah, right. It's amazing. No. Well, I don't know what time zone you guys are living in, but uh, right now for me, it's actually Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Hmm. Well, but the Zoom's pretty good at syncing these things up, so I think it, we're gonna be okay. It's worked so far. It has. It yeah. Has. It has. Yeah. Greg, how are you doing, buddy? Pretty good. I hope uh, everybody. Got the word about the uh, YouTube channel launch because we are now oh, live yeah, on man. YouTube. We are. <laughs> yes, we are yes, official. We are. <laughs> so please go smash that subscribe button up on the YouTube's. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Yeah, uh-huh. we put some effort in uh, getting that channel up. It was uh, one of those things. YouTube's so funny about they got all these like little hurdles you have to you have to cross. Yeah. So you know we made a hour long video or whatever last week. And I uploaded it. Was so excited. Waited 45 minutes for it to upload or whatever, and then it processes, and then it says okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's processing after it's uploading, and then it's processing and it's processing, and then it finally tells me, oh, well, you can only upload a 15-minute video. And it yeah, does right. that after the upload. After yeah. the upload and after right. the processing. So it's this all, was it's like a lot of fun. Midnight of Wednesday or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, great. Yeah. But we got, uh, it you, we, we got it all figured out. We're up yeah, there, there now. You go. It's Excellent. So please check it out. Yeah, we're going to be doing videos. We're going to be trying to, uh, whenever we can, have our beautiful faces up there for people to see. Indeed. Ding! Here we are. And, yeah. uh, you know, and maybe not every week, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an extra extra effort, but, uh, you know, Jay's been holding it down, and we learn as we go, and uh, it's, it'll be great to have more of a video presence online, for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, definitely. Right on. Cool. All right. Well, that's a good what, are we, what are we doing, Jay? Well, I'm up first, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we're, we're getting back in the groove here. So we want to play some music first. And Ooh. if you guys re- recall, whenever I was down at the beach in North Carolina interviewing my friend Michael, I was talking about how uh, I had found all of the, this box of tapes. Yes. No, I'm sorry. It, let me walk this back. I, we were talking about this box of tapes that he had given me. Back right. when I was probably yes. 12, 13, something like that. And the next week, whenever we got back from the beach, my mom went in the attic and she found the box of tapes. She actually found two boxes of tapes. And she was like, do you want these? And I'm like, heck yes, I want them. At the time, I didn't even have a way to play them. But hmm. that's a piece of my oh. history and I had to have them. I'm not yeah. sure why. So, so did you get a tape deck? Guys, I got them here. I got him. This is box one of two. So, <laughs> so here's the thing. I got these cassettes, and I started looking through them. I'm like, this is incredible. I, there's a bunch of artists in here that I haven't thought mm-hmm. about or I haven't listened to or whatever. And then I was like, well, uh, I don't have a cassette player. Hmm. Wow. So I <sighs> started looking around, trying to find like a cheap cassette player. But I didn't want to get, get one that sounded like crap. So I no. just happened the other day, the other... It was last week. Went out to my local Goodwill, and what they happened? had not one. Ah, hey, Bird there you go. Hi, Bird Clock. They had not one, but two very fine Pioneer cassette decks. Ooh. They were both like seven bucks. And uh, <laughs> they looked in beautiful condition. They are both dual well. I'm sure they cost an arm and a leg back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, instead of rolling the, rolling the dice, I'll just get them both. So I did. Good thing I did, too, because one of them didn't work at all. (gasps) (laughs) But luckily, thanks to guys like Techmoon and a bunch of other guys, YouTubers, who just make a living (laughs) taking apart crappy cassette players and showing you how to fix them. 
it's just a broken belt. It's a bunch of broken belts that are in there. So I have the, the belts and I'm ready to reassemble. But one of the, the other cassette player was working 100% perfectly. So I've been able to dive into some of these cassettes. So I thought maybe okay. we can take a dive into Jay Rossman's tape stash. Ooh. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. Tape stash. That's right. <laughs> Is this like a tape mustache? It's like a tape mustache, exactly. Uh, okay. yep. Except a little bit tape more, um, less, uh, less hairy, more okay. magnetic. Okay. Right. Here's a, uh, some kind of, it's labeled Frankly Zappa. Hmm, frankly. I can't see that, but uh, haven't gotten to that one yet. Uh, here's Iggy now, are Pop. These, are these tapes... Are these the tapes that Michael had provided? Or yeah, these... so he he made dubs of these from CDs mm. that he had. Okay. Nice. And they're very high quality. They're all on like metal or like the Type 2 cassettes. They're really yeah. nice cassettes. He took time to label like what day he recorded them and mm -hmm. whether or not he used noise reduction. Like he's one of those kind of guys. Like Sure. So he checked the box, yeah. Yes. They have this <laughs> checkbox. Wow. <laughs> Which is more than I could say for any of my cassettes I ever resorted to. I used to just up. color them in. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been going through and listening to these, and I've been having a great time. And I've actually been, like, astounded by how good some of these cassettes sound really? when they're played through a good cassette player. It really is, because I don't know. My perception of cassettes was always, like, they sounded like crap. There's a lot of hiss. There's a lot of noise. They're paying the butt to fast forward and rewind through, but... Apparently, I just never had a good cassette player. Okay. Hmm. Do okay. they get worn? I mean, do they get worn? Is that like a something with cassettes? Well, that... warbly. They can. Well, just they like can. worn. Like the more you use the like yeah. the the quality degrades. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. And that, of course, depends on the player that you're using too. So that can oh, can eat up tapes. There you go. And you know the warble thing. That's again a symptom of just bad cassette players. But you get a nice cassette player. I'm seriously impressed. Nice. I, I, I did not expect that at all. So, anyway, I just thought I'd play a couple um, tunes I found. So, the yeah. first one I wanted to talk about was, have you guys ever heard of Sue Foley? S-U-E-F-O-L-E-Y? No, sir. Souffle? <laughs> Souffle. <laughs> Souffle? <laughs> she's, Cana she's Canadian, but I don't think she's hmm. Quebecian. Okay. Quebec Quebecois. Excuse me. Quebecois. Quebecois. Yeah. Quebecois. <laughs> Sue Foley. Bonjour. She's fantastic. Uh, she the the album that I'm talking about here is called uh, Young Girl Blues, and um, let me just play a clip from it, and uh, okay. I'll talk about it a little bit later. This one's called uh, Gone Blind. That's a Can't J jam right there. Can't yeah. lose with the blues. Mm -hmm. So that's from her debut album. That was in 1992. Right. And uh, so that would, I think she was 22 mm -hmm. when she made that. Mm -hmm. um, mm. 
it's really good just like down home delta blue stuff like that it's a three-piece band like three-piece combo i think one of them has some piano on it it's just she's so good and the other cool thing is she plays a pink banjo. paisley telecaster oh, banjo. That's right. <laughs> no she's been playing a pink paisley telecaster her whole life oh wow so, anyway, a oh. winner in my book yeah there you Very go cool. she's apparently still at it she it says uh i was looking at her wikipedia she just got her first uh award this past may that's right yeah that's really cool yeah so she has 12 solo albums under her belt and she's just been playing in like small blues combos all her mm-hmm. life and the latest one she has is called the ice queen because she's from canada hmm. and uh that came out in 2018 that had uh billy gibbons on it uh oh, nice. jimmy vaughn jimmy vaughn mm-hmm. and charlie sexton from nice. bob dylan's band cool so yeah, that like that that blew my mind. I'd never, I honestly never heard the name Sue Foley before, and I probably never would have had it not been for the tape stash. <laughs> it's a cassette. Uh, you gotta wait for it to load. You know? uh-huh. Right, right. Uh-huh. You gotta yeah. be kind and rewind. <laughs> right. Oh man. Wait. So uh, the clip you just played us of Sue Foley was that um, actually from the tape? Uh. No, it it wasn't. I don't have the setup set up to record directly from the next time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, the cool thing about this, like, is not Spotify. Would have probably never served this up to me as like a artist you might like, a recommended artist. Yeah. Yeah, And she's not. She never like dipped like the big national radar. I've never heard of her, but she's fantastic. She's incredible. So. Again, and luckily, you, luckily, like the labeling is so excellent that you can just, just find the exact track. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Now this next one, and okay. I, I honestly don't know the provenance of this. You'd think I would, given how much I love Radiohead, but I don't. <laughs> this is a Radiohead single. Okay. It is the is that... Creep single. And okay. for those oh. of you kids who don't know what a single is, it's the most vicious waste of plastic you've ever seen right. in life. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's two yes. sides. There's about three minutes of audio on right. each side. It's like yeah. eight feet of magnetic tape. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the EPA so got, got, in, got into it with those guys. Yeah. No more singles. So it's it's this cassette single. It's On side one is Creep. We all know the song. Mm-hmm. Creep. Mm-hmm. On the other side was a song that I genuinely had never heard before by Radiohead. It's called really? Faith, Faithless the Wonder Boy. Okay. Hmm. You all familiar? I've heard yeah. it, yeah. You've I, heard I it? I don't know that one. Unlike right? their B-side stuff, right? I mean, it would be on a B-side somewhere. It's te- literally a B-side. Right? It is, it's literally a B-side. <laughs> That's right. Is it labeled uh, B? Can we see that? No? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's program two. Not okay. A. Oh, all So right, this is the two right. side. Is that program <laughs> with two M's and an E? <laughs> program. Yes. Program. program. No, this was an Americanized <laughs> version. Oh, okay. <laughs> but no, Program. I genuinely never heard the song before. It might have, it, it may have shown up on like a B sides album down the road. But uh, hmm. anyway, I thought Pro- I'd play that one too. Program. Let's do Program. it. Program. Program. What's the Nirvana song I'm thinking of, Greg? And mom and dad, we're down, oh, Sliver. We're down, Sliver. That's on this cassette. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, snap, he's got it. 
Wow. Yes. Well done, sir. That is a good pull right there. Well, that, it just it just so happens because like I literally have like ten cassettes at my feet from a box <laughs> that I just unearthed. Because you, when you said tape stash, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get my tapes out as well. I've got a f- I've got a few fun ones down here. So what's it called? The, what's the, the Nirvana, the song, Nirvana called? song? Sorry, the Nirvana song is called Sliver. Yes, oh. Mama, Grandma, take me home. Grandma, yeah, take yeah. me home. Yeah, exactly. Ah <laughs> yep. uh, man, yeah, that so, was that's not the only Nirvana cassette I have. Oh yeah, that's, yeah, I have, uh, I have this guy. Oh nice, in Euro. Yeah, I have all of them to be honest. Never Sweet. mind. Never mind. Bleach. Got bleach. Yeah. Bleach. Ooh. Yeah. I, and, and then feel un- my love un- buzz. <laughs> Unplugged in New York was. Now I have the CDs. But I got. Uh, got these puppies. You know, ride the, the lightning and master Charlie, puppets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and 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 justice for all. Sweet. Um, this That's classic. like the one album that was like made for cassette. Soundgarden. Dude. Super Unknown. Yeah. Yeah, I only a, have the case. I found my super Soundgarden Super Unknown case, but the cassette itself is nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah, my uh, my and Justice for All cassette is isn't in there. Am I? Isn't it crazy how that album art is burned in your head from yeah. childhood? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm just staring at it. Yeah, it's true. I, I used yeah. to like. I used to remember that those Metallica records, right? Like, if I was listening to Master of Puppets, which has the red. Mm-hmm. Art. I was like picturing red in my mind, and then if mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean, yeah. like yeah. ride the lightning blue. Like I don't know. I started. You start to associate the way that album sounds with the color. I'm sure. sure that people can relate. Yep. In, yeah, my, totally. in this particular case, it was Metallica. But this is actually this is cool. This is a cassette from one of the first like musicians I ever met. Oh wow. Their, their band was called Super Rad. And Super Rad. Her, like, her alias was okay. Stairway Girl because she used to play songs in the stairway. Nice. She was, uh, she had uh, like blue dyed hair and like big thick glasses and very angsty very sweet. grungy sweet you know and uh yeah good times man but yeah cassettes used to rule my life you know heck yeah they ruled right? everything the, around us there for a while uh, yeah man the original mixtape that was that was the jam that's right but for now i'm gonna have to close the close the door on the tape stash okay oh. until next time but i as you can hear i got plenty more from where that came from so Yes, indeed. We'll be bringing that back here soon. And that's just box one, correct? That's right. Holy smokes. Now, are you in possession of box two? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. To be fair, box two just had a bunch of, like, it's like half cassettes, and then the other half is, like, my old NBA basketball trading cards. Ah. So I had, like, some vintage Jason Kids, you know, and Mm, some Dikembe Matambos in there. Mm -hmm. Nice. (laughs) Dikembe Matambo, man. Didn't hold their value. Mm-hmm. Not as well as I was expecting. <laughs> to be really, fair, it's really it's banking a, on retiring off that. Yeah. It, 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 I've happen. been hearing <laughs> some r- rumors that they're about to go up, though. Oh yeah, for real. Hold yeah. on to them. I'm Hold not kidding. It, uh, it was uh, Gary. You know who Gary V is? Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, he's been talking about that. Yeah, he's all he's all like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. You know, like, you know, sorry, sorry. I'm working on that one. I'm but I'm yeah. just always half convinced he's running a racket of some sort. <laughs> well, uh, in any brilliant. case, he's brilliant. he's brilliant. In any case, he's uh, he, he was talking about sports sports card values going up. You know. Cool. Yeah, I don't think there's any vain, any danger of me selling short right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't exactly have a place to unload them, so yeah, they can only on go them. up, really. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Good stuff, man. Well, that's yeah. all right, Mr. Nick. Last what you got, buddy? Thank you very much. Uh, first, let me play a song. Oh yeah, sure. Um, a uh, a Mr. Anderson Pack. I believe it was uh, this past Friday. I think it's pronounced Park. You know, we we, we checked on this, <laughs> and his mother is Korean. His last name is Anderson. This is exactly how he describes it. Uh, so it's Park is actually the name. Uh, right. He pronounces it Pack, but it's really pronounced Pock. So really anything you want to call him, I think is going to fit. Clear as day. But he, he put out a new song uh, that, he, that he wrote and recorded in, uh, in isolation called Lockdown. And, uh, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a really good track. Go ahead and yeah. roll that. Should've been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying. Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie. Oh my, time heals all 
but you out of time now Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower Little tear gas cleared the whole place out I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round We was trying to protest and the fires broke out Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound Like you don't hear the screams when we catching beat down Staying quiet when they killing niggas, but you speak loud When we ride, got opinions coming from a place of privilege Sicker than the COVID, how they did them on the ground Speaking of the COVID, is it still going around? Oh, won't you tell me about the looting, what's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels Plus unemployment rate, what? 40 million now, killed a man in broad day Might never see a trial We just wanna break chains like slaves in the south Started in the north end, but we in the downtown Riot cops try to block, now we got a showdown Down you should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was That's hot, man. That's a really cool track. Yeah, it is a good track. I really, really dig track. that. It's, he released it's... it. He released a five. Uh, it was like a little small album, but he released just the instruments, just the vocals. A remix version, and so people can play nice. with the tracks and do what they want. Yeah, oh, I, love yeah I, I, I love when they do that. So yeah, I thought that was a great track and, and, yeah, and quite relevant and, and really catchy. Um, it's so yeah. so hard to write like that and be relevant and make it sound I don't know good, good. for lack <laughs> yeah. of a better word. Have it not be like yeah, have it not right. feel like it's a little bit a little too like, on the nose. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's it's a solid track. Um, He's a talented cat. So I was digging around. I was digging around through the music news, guys, and I found an article from, it was only about a week ago, but from the New York Times about the original um, America's Only Rock and Roll magazine. Yeah. This this magazine called Cream. Had you guys uh -huh. heard of it? Yeah. Jay, you, uh, Greg, have you heard of this? Yeah, but I've, I've, never, I don't, I've never read an I or owned an, I an issue. Yes. You, okay, I just, but you I, had I, heard of it. Okay. I feel like I've seen it in movies maybe, you know. Yeah, well, definitely. Funny you mentioned that in movies. There's there's a documentary that's going to be coming out here. I think in about a month oh. uh, about this magazine. So this is where this is, I guess, where Lester Bangs got his start. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Of uh, we, we talked about him on an earlier. We, review, we just review. we just brought him up and kind of lambasted him quite a bit. But um, uh, so this was a this was basically a it was a rock and roll magazine that thought that Rolling Stone was too full of itself and politics and 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 movies movie coverage. And so this one sought out to be the the definitive rock and roll only ma magazine in America, or the only rock and roll magazine in America. And the stories that just in this little article that's kind of in preparation for the documentary that's coming out, I, I don't know. I, it just made me think like this is, I think when we were talking before about, about bad reviews, I had made the comparison to, uh, to, to Pitchfork. But these guys sound a lot snootier than than, <laughs> than Rolling Stone ever was. Um, oh yeah. So so it's to be determined. But yeah, they all lived in they all lived in this house together. Actually, they it was, they're sort of from Michigan, uh, mm -hmm. Detroit, and I guess they had been in operation for a few months and had their whole office broken into and a bunch of stuff stolen. So they got a place out in the country and uh, lived there together. Uh, th these this handful of uh, misfits, and um, apparently it was just a lot of fist fights. And copywriting, so um, sounds like fun, man. I, yeah, yeah, I'm actually really excited for the for the for the documentary, to be honest, because uh, that's that's what would be happening with us if we actually like were physically in the same place. Uh huh. That's what the fist fights yeah, yeah, or the copywriting. <laughs> fist fight, both. yeah, both. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We can write some copy. I don't know. If I, you want. There's <laughs> that one story of like somebody like taking a dog turd from one of his dogs and putting it on top of the typewriter of in, the in his typewriter and then yeah which uh. and, then, and then he said and then he says uh you know and he slammed my head into the car door but he wasn't doing it to hurt me he just wanted to win yeah. <laughs> wow. oh man brilliant so brilliant. Uh, yeah it was just it was just a brief article and uh there's nothing really here um more is, than that but yeah it, greg what do you got is Lester Bangs is that is speaking of movies is that the doesn't Philip Seymour Hoffman play that guy in Almost Famous? Oh, oh, you might be right. I think you're right, Greg. Yeah, right, the name was, the name rung a rang, rings a bell more than just like it's his association yeah. with rock. Well, so he, that might, he went on to write for Rolling Stone later, right? Or at least do some articles for them. I don't know if he was entirely associated with them. So you might be right about that, Greg. Yes. I am, it appears, according to Google. Good pull. Good pull. Good recall. Yeah. And rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. 
Well, apparently, mm-hmm. rest in peace, the entire crew bangs. staff. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> they all overdosed okay. on something. Yeah. Uh, I guess the uh, Lester Bangs passed away in 81. 82 from, 80. yeah, from like painkillers. From painkillers. And NyQuil. Yeah. Oh, and um, a good combo. And the other guy whose son is now trying to revive the magazine was nitrous oxide. Oof. That blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wow. didn't even know that was possible. But That's an extraordinary a, amount of nitrous. That's. I, I think so. I think it's a bit of cautionary tale, kids. Yeah. Be careful, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> but yeah, what's, this, what's the story with that? When he passed away, he had wheeled cream he to his... his infant son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Complete control and his wife, of, of his cream. wife was like, what? We've got hmm. bills. So she sold it. <laughs> and hmm. now the son in his late 40s, hoping to rekindle his father's glory, I think, is, is trying to revive the thing. But he's a producer. His son is a producer on the, on the, on the documentary. Um, there you go. Yeah. So I, I thought it was cool because I had never really, I, I'd probably been aware. Um, and, and I'm sure since, since it's, I'm sure they talk about it in Almost Famous. Um, um, I, I don't know if they ever actually acknowledge Cream Magazine, but I feel like they go to his office and there's probably some in, uh, you know, frames. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. Maybe. So that's what it makes me think of. I can't say for sure. But it, yeah, it, it, that's a, good, a, a cool character in, uh, in Almost Famous. And uh, yeah, he seems like an interesting guy. I'm looking forward to that ne- uh, documentary. Yeah, the um, so I mean, Cream was actually the 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 periodical that coined the term punk rock and also heavy metal that came from oh, writers yeah. there. So that those yeah, were uh, yeah. because those were genres that Rolling Stone wouldn't cover. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But so, you know what? Times have I feel I feel like the more the more that we're talking about this, the more I'm having flashbacks of like reading about bands and being like Cream magazine, just mm-hmm. you know, especially metal bands. Now that you mm-hmm. say that, it's all yeah. kind of clicking. Yep. So, well, it makes you cool. kind of wi- it makes me wistful for like, not that I was around during the early '70s, but like it's hard to imagine a time where print media was there was ever a wild west of of print media, you know, where a couple guy a couple college kids could get together and actually make a magazine sure. that would ever get any traction, you know. Right. I feel like we're kind of living in that age now digitally. Where sure. you got three idiots, I think you know, blogs that can went through that phase. Talk I mean, about yeah, whatever the hell they want, you know, on YouTube. Right, um, exactly. Yeah. But Is seriously, on... I mean, as far as print goes, like, if you ever imagine making a magazine in the '90s, like, get, yeah, you know, it's just not possible. What, what about what about like uh, National Lampoon? It almost seems like these guys might mirror that. Yeah, yeah, that was late '60s, scene, I think, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe that's, but only they were doing other another thing. They were doing comedy. You know, and yeah, yeah. Right. That's another movie I want to see. Is it's got uh, Will Forte in it? I haven't, I haven't seen it. Maybe you guys have, but it's about National Lampoon and how oh, that got together. Yeah. I don't know, but no. I, I can't tell you what the name is. It's right off the top of my head. But... Well, those are all the guys that went on to write for Saturday Night Live. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like Chevy, somebody plays Chevy Chase in the movie. I <laughs> nice. think you know a anyway. futile and stupid gesture. There you go. That's <laughs> nice. the name of the. Yeah, and I haven't seen it yet, but I, several people have told me I would really like it. So, Gee. I'll report back uh, as soon as I can. <laughs> the cover yeah. looks hilarious. <laughs> okay. Just, a gu- just Will Forte with, with a gun to oh. his head, and he's just got his stupid face. Oh boy. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, classic. Interestingly, Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase in that movie. There you go. Weird tie into Community. <laughs> hmm. Right on. Right on. How about that. Anyway. That's all I got. Sounds good, good man. Stuff. That's all yeah, I got. Greg. Yo, the floor what? is yours. Ah, well, uh, let, let 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 me uh play a clip that I picked out this week. Perfect. Um, this is from the rapper named Logic, who uh, put out an album. He says it's his last album. He's like retiring. The guy's like thirty years old. And he's from <laughs> uh, sort of my neck of the woods out in uh, Maryland, oh. sort of the Bethesda area. Yeah, I've been hearing his name for a while. He uh, he shows up in an episode of Rick and Morty. And, oh, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. So when this album came out, I've been using Tidal for a long time, and they have a feature on there called Masters, and it's like the highest quality streaming stuff right. that they have. So yeah, I might check someone out just because I want to hear the the top level. Right. And um, I put this on, and I thought it was pretty cool, man. Uh, this is from the song. What's the name of this tune? Uh, hit me, hit my line. Right now we need uh, to hit my line. Now I ain't saying it's my 
Jesus walks I'm just saying God I need to talk Too many kids in the community outlining chalk Scared of drive-bys when they should just be scared of the dark Who's really doing their part? They say they don't want messages and rap It ruins the art Well here I am people Yeah and I tear me apart So much happening in the world I can't touch on every topic I know you hear it in my voice Make the devil stop it Too many people dying And baby mama's crying It's been a long time God can you hit my line? Politicians, people on Twitter bitching Hashtagging, but in real life they never pitching I came with conviction, I hope you came to listen No matter how much I ignore it, this message my mission God hit my line, this world is in critical condition Like a fiend that he fixing, that done battled addiction Been addicted to money, been addicted to fame Addicted to arenas and people screaming my name But it's time to let go, it's time to make a change So can you hit my line? I know you hear this rhyme But come to think of it, you probably hear this all the time probably hear this I think it's gonna be a good day I thought that was fun you know, and he's he's got some, he's definitely got some skills, and I like the timbre of his voice. I kind of oh, like yeah. my yeah. my rappers like a little like on the like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> it cuts through, you know. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah that's it's great. That's great. Those are good the drums. I think it sounded live. They sounded they, like live track drums. I, they 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 very well could be, man. Yeah. I might dig into that a little bit more. Yeah, I was yeah. checking. I didn't see anything, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's also cool because like if you go to um. I don't know if it's the same on Spotify, but on Tidal, like the album art kind of like comes to life. Like it animates. Um, it animates exactly, yeah. So it's like imagine like a like a like a GIF file, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. GIF, GIF, GIF. I don't know. I was GIF, you got it, man. GIF, nailed him. GIF, okay. <laughs> okay. It'll always be GIF in my world. Right. <laughs> well, and you'll always be wrong. So. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Always. <laughs> for, I've reached the age. I'm just totally, I'm totally okay with that. Forever what? wrong. <laughs> uh, well, so uh, boys, I wanted to. Well, I th- I'm pretty sure I texted you guys as soon as I saw this. But, yeah, you did. Uh, this band that we've talked about out here before already, Wolfpack. Uh huh. Um, they're always throwing they out get- new, interesting concepts and ideas. They have to be and- in like a top five of bands mentioned on this podcast, like them and well, Bob Dylan for for yeah. whatever reason. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Well, they they get brought up a lot, not necessarily because we're the biggest fans of their music and stop can't stop listening to it. Although that Madison Square Garden um, yeah. is so good, yeah. Um, but this is another example of what makes them relevant. Um, if you were to go to their you know social media, Facebook or Instagram, you'd see their band leader Jack Stratton, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's explaining basically that he invested in Spotify. He thought it was going to take. He was betting against Spotify, and then they posted these huge earnings. And he's basically admitting that he went broke on this bet. Um, is that, that for real? You know what? I, it, it's impossible. The whole thing. To the verify. whole thing struck me as a joke. I think that was that was facetious. I think so. I think it was because he joke. kept on going with it. Yeah. Like he just kept going, and it was like. I don't think this is real, but could be, I, could be true, could be. So anyway, <laughs> could be. But so basically, he's he's saying that in order to recoup his losses, they are auctioning off the tenth track on their new album to the highest <laughs> bidder. So like, whoever gives them the most money can put whatever they want on track ten of their album. So he says it could be a marriage proposal. It could be your band's song, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like coveted real estate, <laughs> yeah. you know, or like audio real estate, I guess, if you will. And it's just a, it, it's an interesting thing to think about because, you know, as soon as I heard him say this, I'm like, who is, who is going to pay for this and why? I mean, I think somebody will, somebody is definitely going to pay for this, uh, you know, good money. I was, was going to, depending on the price, I was going to talk about this after the show. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <we> get the, <laughs> the promo, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It, it could be, it would be great promo. And so here's the, uh, here's what it got me thinking about though, is like, wow, it's like, it's, it's like giving value to the art again, you know, in, in an age wow. where monetary value because this is we're we're in an age where people don't expect to pay for music anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a really really clever and interesting way to think about that, Greg. I, that is really cool to think about. Now, mm-hmm. granted, like if they were to auction off all ten tracks, then the value would have no value because it's not a Wolfpack album or a Wolfpack album at that point, right? Of course. But 
if you think about it in isolation, one track is now worth what's the eBay auction at right now? It's fifty grand. Yeah, it's right? currently at fifty thousand one hundred dollars, and it's got twenty five days left. Yeah, and it was at thirty six the first time I checked. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an incredible statement for how much yes. that real estate is worth. It, yep. It's true, yeah. You realize, oh, okay, it actually is worth something. Yeah. You know? it, uh, I, I think the title for this segment is going to be Wolfpack Sells Out Again. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, that's all they do. I they sell it. out. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it made me think of a really interesting story and sort of something that I, I, I know, I'm not sure how I feel about this, but do you all remember the Wu-Tang album that came yes. out that was, that was sold? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it was sold. So, so yeah. Well, wait, wait, wait. Before we get there, it's the seventh studio album by Wu Tang Clan, right? Okay. It was limited to a single copy sold in 2015. It's the most expensive individual album ever sold. It was sold for two million dollars. Mm-hmm. They just made one copy. They just made one copy and put one it in copy. this like really special box. <laughs> I opened yep. a special box. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. And. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's like a set. Ooh, yeah, it's a, here's, oh, it, it turns out it turns out it's actually in Jay's tape stash. <laughs> tape stash. Yeah. So and and who was it, the lucky who was the lucky winner of that? Well, this wasn't announced at first, but it ended up being this super villain, Martin Shkreli. Yeah, the farmer who, bro. Yeah, yeah, the pharma bro who like jacked up the price of. Uh, who bought the pharma, and he was like, "Yeah, I bought it so I could jack the prices up." <laughs> yeah. You know, Eat my his, pills now, bitches. This guy's like Lex Luthor or something, you know? And he ended up buying like the one copy of, of the Wu-Tang. Of course, of course. He well, said, I'm never going to listen to it. I just wanted to have it. Yeah. And now I can listen to it. No, I can listen. No one else can. He, he, right. he, he promised he would leak some of it if Donald Trump won the election. Oh, and so he, and he and he did. Like, there's a little bit that you can hear online. It's just terrible, man. <laughs> it's terrible. With, uh, well, that's, that's but, my fear, Greg, is that... If you look at the eBay album, or the eBay auction, it does say that Wolfpack can decline to sell. Oh, does it, it if the if what they get is deemed offensive to them, in right? Whatever in whatever way. Well, that makes that, sense though too. Well, they, is a obscene, hateful, or just plain creepy for any of those? Right, reasons. right. So you hope that they are are going to vet that. But I'm just afraid it's going to be like some weird alt-right another you know, troll yeah. thing that's gonna get out i don't know i i just hope that they don't get pulled into the morass that is internet culture these days yeah to be fair um even though i think wu-tang clan was kind of like they didn't expect that to happen but ha- they, apparently after learning the buyer's identity they uh donated a significant portion of the proceeds to charity oh really oh that's yeah. awesome just yeah, to try I to get their name off the tarnish. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, R- this is all like Riz's concept, you know, and he replied that the ban was necessary, that like the commercial ban was necessary to maintain the integrity of the album as a work of art, mm. you know? And mm-hmm. uh, it just takes balls, man. I mean, it's like a double album. <laughs> so has it, has it, aside from like the leaked stuff, has it actually remained unheard yeah has no one really heard and it, and, and, and it, ha- it will be that way until 2103 <laughs> so we're, like, not we're gonna never going to hear it there we're is gonna hear no this. chance there is no chance <laughs> yeah that it's somebody a- doesn't get a hold of that thing <laughs> that Skrelly doesn't like sell that thing for like bail money or something but isn't he in jail yeah. at this point I can't forget yeah. I can't remember oh yeah, said bail. Oh, yeah. should be yeah <laughs> he was at one point it's like insider trading or something uh, conviction for fraud uh, and the, yeah, the federal court seized the assets, including Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. And his lawyer said the album was now probably worthless. <laughs> but being enjoyed by true. a court clerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, this is so fire, yo. Holy crap. <laughs> wow. Mrs. Weatherbottom's just there, like, oh, yeah. Is it all worth it? But back to Wolfpack though, because this yeah, this yeah. is what well, I mean. Talk about balls, all right? Yeah. Like, I mean, in one case, you're you you know you're putting together an album that nobody's ever going to hear, and you know that, so whatever. In the Wu Tang case. In the Wu Tang case, they're going to put out an album that has 
to be determined a 10th track that has to be determined could be anything I love the description on eBay, though, and I'll, I'll try to remember to put the, the, the listing in there. Long-term financial growth is almost guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> a ma- major highway is coming through track 10. This will be another Highway 61. The thing I didn't understand, he, he he's, he's, they say um, you'll you'll live within walking distance of former track tenors. Lewis Cole, Corey Wong, Baby Theo, Bootsy Collins, and Mushy K. Are those just guest artists that have been no, on previous No, those records? are actually, I think those are like, the they haven't done this of, though, right? I think those, oh, those are the track. Are, those are the track tens of the other albums. I see. Yeah. Those are yeah. the name of the track tens. They all just struck me as people's names. <laughs> well, they are. Well, they yeah. are. Yeah. They are. They are. Like Corey Wong is the guitar player, but there is a yeah. song called yeah. Corey Wong. Right. That full effect this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, it's it's an interesting. Uh, he, he's been talking about you know, this is a band that that did made an album of silence and then told everyone to just. Stream it, was their, it while it they was, were asleep to, to just jack up royalties. Yeah, they were. They were basically just. They were. They were. He had gone on the news. He had gone on a bunch of news channels, just yelling about how how ridiculously cheap Spotify was with sharing revenue with artists. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, then they came up with this this essentially a stunt of a, a silent album that all of their fans could just play on repeat <laughs> in order to yeah. just generate micro cents for their bank account eventually. But, this is um, brilliant, man. I mean, you, you, it's a it's a you know it's a white boy funk band essentially mm-hmm. that just has really creative outside the box ways to get in front of people to get their yeah. music out in front of people, and they've generated buzz and so creative, such a creative, so creative. Those guys, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Corey Wong, have he has a new album out? The guy mm-hmm. is like effing pro- prolific, and it's all acoustic. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Oh, is this he, brand new? Oh yeah, brand new. It just came oh, out this wow. week. Yeah, or last week. And uh, he's doing a bunch of YouTube videos, like in the style of Jacob Collier, um, mm-hmm. where he breaks down exactly how the tracks happen. That's awesome. And it's effing brilliant because he does. He's just such a smart guy, and he knows he, he's obviously producing and mixing and engineering it all himself. Mm-hmm. So he has this one track called Bluebird, which is great. Yeah, and it has um, the guy Chris Thiel, mm-hmm. uh, the mandolin player from Nickel Creek, I believe. Okay. originally and um like he has like text like that he brings up on screen that like this yeah this is the text i sent to chris just to see if he'd be interested and it's just like just such a cool yeah. guy and just like yeah, breaking yeah. the you know just opening the the windows just to show yeah, showing how it the happens. whole process yeah it's great I, yeah, yeah yeah i saw some of that actually it, it popped up on my feed Very um, cool. yeah um i found it on youtube i was actually watching our stuff and then I landed on the uh, Corey Wong so we're on the YouTube as well don't right. forget we keep we keep watching those videos back to back maybe we'll get linked up with some of this Wolfpack action Wolfpack and Corey that. Wong the, yeah train the algorithm Wu-Tang mm-hmm. I heard triad I heard, I heard uh, Theo uh, Katzman lives in my neighborhood oh yeah but I don't know if that's true or not <laughs> they, all, they, they all live in town cool. I, I think <laughs> I, several of them at least Christmas in LA right that's oh, God, things. I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's uh, definitely, you know, interesting to see how these guys have taken their approach and uh, looking forward to hearing more. But, man, I, I will say this, that, like, I didn't want to get into those guys for some reason. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because to be on, to be on, I mean, they might have to, to admit that they're a little annoying sometimes. You know what I mean? They're, like, There's a cheese. I think- I think it There's was a cheese Nick. that comes with the Wolfpack. I think it was Nick. It was your line. They're kind of like the bare naked ladies of funk. Yeah, maybe yeah. <laughs> a little bit. But they're, but they're very, so good. They're so good. They're so good. And the thing that really turned me around was that Madison Square Garden. And I, I felt like I was watching something I'd never seen before. You mm-hmm. know, because it's all one shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll mention too that out here in LA, there's like uh, there's something that was happening, you know, pre-pandemic at the Hotel Cafe, uh, which is a really small venue. It's called the Hoot Nanny, uh, much like uh, our friends. Jim and from, Patrick's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called the Hoot Nanny, and it was basically like their scene, like sort of the the people <coughs> who are like on the peripheral parts of the Wolfpack scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just so many talented people that are like sort of in there. And like mm-hmm. one of the guys I saw there is actually in that Madison Square Garden, and he's actually the cameraman for most of the show. Oh, no, uh, that's awesome. But yeah, he he wrote that song. Um, like I don't know what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do with you or something. Anyway, you'd know it if I uh, 
if you, if you heard it. Cool. But he they have like a lot of co-writers, you know, in their scene and you know all these different. They're really good about bringing other guys. people in and getting people exactly. involved and yeah, all guests. that stuff, man. They're just they're 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 just as good marketers as they are musicians. Right. And and, and the one thing that that from that that Madison Square Garden, I think it was the Strat, was quote from Stratton, which is like, my goal is to make seventy thousand dollars per band member per year. That's what we aim for. Every like he just wants yeah. to make a living. They're not trying to get crazy rich. So you look at this, and it's I mean they probably did the math, and I mean this is going to be great, you know, yeah. fifty thousand. And to quote him, this is not just about profits. Consider the intangibles: life goals, <laughs> enjoyment, beans, immortality, <laughs> funk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly, a, it, exactly. But it definitely Word, got some like. Definitely got some like fish vibes, you know, from like watching that. Uh, even though it's you know stylistically yeah. different, but like yeah. they, I, I'm like they, they could kind of be like the new fish in a way. Yeah, yeah, and I think if fish would have come of age now, they would be doing similar things to this. Yeah, it's like a it's a joke, but it's not. But it is. But you yeah, know. yeah, and it, it, it's and, um, a different relationship with the with the uh, with the fans. No doubt. It's, it's a much it's a much closer relationship with the fans than than a lot yes. of bands maintain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh very interesting story. Well, I I'm what, do you guys have any idea or any you guys want to place any bets on how what the final number will be? How many how long does it have left? 25 it, days. It's only been up for 4 days. Oh, no crap. So we got a whole month left. Okay, and it's at 50,000 right now. Once this hits buzz and it turns into a thing, I mean, could you, I can think of it like a small band that's just on the cusp of stardom that has enough money to do that. That's the tr- that's the key, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, if they th- could convince their label to say, "Hey, they don't think about how big this would be." Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I could see it going a hundred thousand. I think it. I think it'll hit that. I think it's going to be a matter of. I hope mm. brands don't get involved. <laughs> they will. They will. Somebody then it could very easily go higher than that because they're going to be promoted. Like if a brand grabs this, they'll promote it themselves. Probably try to write like a side deal where they can use it in advertisements and have a spot on. You know what I mean? I, who knows? It would be but, funny is if Spotify bought an ad. Yeah. As like, as, like, as, like, as, like, as like payback. Winner. Winner. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that would be, that'd be a perfect olive branch. Yeah. <laughs> Spotify, if you're listening, that is the move right there. Yeah. They're not, buy that. but and we'll you send them make, in. You just make a, a very deadpan, flat advertisement for Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> the lamest, brilliant. like, yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Supported by artists like Wolfpack. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we should think of stuff. That'd be fun. If we had the money, what would we do? That'd be fun. That'd be a fun segment. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge, Nick. I like it. Yeah, yeah. sure. I wonder if it'll, I wonder if there's any shot at it getting a million. But who, you know, the people who could pay a million probably wouldn't need that kind of advertisement, right? But they might want it, you know. And I guess if it does reach a million, then it's got its own kind of self-generating hype, you know, because then it would be a, it would be on the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is like if oh the could, press that'll come out of wherever this thing goes is going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, a yeah. It's a, it's so so here here we are. Keep an eye on that eBay auction. Twenty five days left. Probably twenty three by this air by the time mm-hmm. this airs. Mm-hmm. And I love uh, that. I know that this whole thing probably started with just some guy in his room. But... What if we just auction off? What if we just track? auction yeah. off one of the tracks? And then the more they thought about it, it was like, yes. You know what? That's that's exactly the thing to do. I love it. Yeah, that's why the whole the whole the whole Spotify IPO thing felt like a ruse to like introduce this idea. Yeah. Right. Because to me, it was like, oh, he's trying to trying to get paid for the year. <laughs> like that's his. That's always what he says he's thinking. He's got like mm-hmm. the tally and where they are and how much <laughs> he's got to do to get like everybody paid. And so this um, is a good time to announce. Starting, I think next week, we're going to put the EBA yeah. auction up. Uh, so episode sixty of you should check it out. You know, we're just gonna. We're gonna step out of the studio that week, and uh, you guys, the highest bidder is gonna make a. <laughs> you should check it out. Episode. That, it's probably gonna be us, right? It'll be yes. us. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it just, just turns out we're bidding against each other. <laughs> Reserve <Damn it>. not met. 
<laughs> the reserve was eight. <laughs> eight, eight cents. Dollars. Eight cents. Oh, eight dollars. Right. Hey, you set a high bar, you know. Gotta pay the processing fee for PayPal. That's right. <laughs> oh, cool. Man. All Good right. Stuff. Excellent work. Uh, well, speaking of fans keeping in touch, mm-hmm. Greg, how can fans keep in touch with you? Should check it out, sir. Oh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, on Twitter. We're at Should Check. Send us an email at YSCIO podcast at gmail.com and look for us on YouTube now. Hmm? Mm, you should right. check it out. Yeah, man. Yep. Get those clickable, clickable links in action. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking off the fly here. We're going to need outro music for all of these now that we've shifted all the music up. So oh, yeah. why, don't, why don't we make a little bit at the end of all these episodes that we collectively pick the fourth song? Collectively, huh? Yeah, okay. I'll just throw out the new get a Zoom poll going the, the, or the something? next new Rolling Stones single, "Scarlet," which I don't know if you guys heard with Jimmy Page. Mm-mm. Oh no, I haven't, haven't heard, heard that the, yet. What? No. Huh? Rolling who? Huh? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, apparently we're, Jimmy Page came in the studio in uh, '73, '74, and laid down a track, and it's incredible. So that's my vote. Oh. You guys got anything? Well, go for it, man. Uh, no, I'm not going to fight you on that. <laughs> Nah, you got to Do it. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much uh, for listening in, everybody. And uh, thank you, gentlemen. Excellent work, as thank always. And, Good times. Uh, this is Scarlet with Jimmy Page, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Have a good one, guys. Bye.